of the more familiar sights of the last year or so to anyone listening to this podcast at the time of recording is the numerous COVID-19 test centres that have sprung up across the city. One of those such testing centres can be found at Adnac Park in Nursley. It's almost certain that some listeners have even been tested there. Of those people, I wonder how many knew they were standing about a five-minute walk away from another site of importance to Southampton's prehistory. In this episode, we'll begin our journey in the late Bronze Age and follow the story of the site at Adenac Park into the Iron Age. Join me to discover this next chapter in Southampton's history, to dig a little deeper and continue learning about your local heritage and this story that connects us all. Britain, the Bronze Age was coming to an end by the turn of the final millennium BC, and there's certainly evidence of a late Bronze Age settlement at Adenac Park, with the remains of a number of roundhouses and several other structures being uncovered by a team from Wessex Archaeology in 2008. Roundhouses were the dwelling of choice for inhabitants of Bronze Age Britain. They were circular structures, constructed of stone or wooden posts, connected by wattle and door panels with a thatched roof. You can go and uh, experience what living in one of these dwellings would have been like at Butzer Ancient Farm near Petersfield when it reopens. Generally speaking, and as is the case at Adenac Park, often all that's found of these structures at archaeological sites is the post holes left behind during the construction and maintenance of those roundhouses and they've been filled in at a later date. Archaeologists may also find traces of a hearth, but this isn't the case at this particular site. Along with the roundhouses, several pits were also discovered which contained pottery fragments and even charred plant remains. Radiocarbon dating suggests that this settlement was occupied at some time in the early 1st millennium BC. Sites dating to this time are quite rarely found, particularly in southern Britain. The settlement at Adenac Park is likely to have been a small, late Bronze Age farmstead. It certainly fits the pattern of other similar sites in southern Britain, a few roundhouses alongside other buildings that are likely to have been granaries. These granaries would have stored threshed grains like wheat and barley, And the fact that quernstones, which are tools that are used to grind grain, 
were found in nearby pits. That suggests that the community that lived on this farmstead relied on producing these grains for their economy. The site at Adenak Park and the people who lived and worked there probably weren't isolated and out in the sticks, as it were. Again, archaeologists from Wessex have also unearthed remains of timber bridges across the nearby Testwood Lakes area. One of these bridges, which was discovered in 1998, is potentially the oldest bridge discovered in England, dating to the Mid-Bronze Age, around 1500 BC. To put that into perspective, this bridge was around at roughly the same time that Amun-Ra became the most important deity in the ancient Egyptian religion. The Phoenicians, based in modern-day Lebanon, were developing one of the earliest known alphabets, and the Chinese were developing the earliest types of bamboo scrolls. This bridge would have crossed a river known as River Blackwater, which is a tributary of the River Test. And this bridge was constructed mainly of oak, and it was made with really skilled carpentry techniques, and it probably stood for around a hundred years. If that doesn't sound all that impressive, ask yourselves how many of the wooden stick bridges that you made in the woods as a child are still standing there today. Along with the bridge, part of one of the earliest recorded seagoing boats and a complete bronze rapier, which is a type of sword, were also recovered. Thousands of years later, these fascinating relics are silent witnesses to the likely journeys that our ancestors made from sea, sailing along the river as far as these bridges, before goods were then unloaded from their boats and continued their journey. These artefacts are precious evidence of a time when permanent settlements were first developed in Britain. Individual communities were beginning to farm individual areas of land and people were increasing the amount of produce and material that was being traded with continental Europe. It's absolutely likely, though impossible to prove, that our settlers at Adenak Park would have ambled across the bridges discovered in the Test Valley. I'd highly recommend a visit to the Wessex Archaeology website, where a quick search for Testwood Lakes will bring you even more fascinating information about these discoveries, even a 3D image of what the bridge may have looked like in the Bronze Age. Now, as this episode's title suggests, the story revealed at Adenak Park doesn't stop in the Bronze Age. Although the settlement that I focused on until now was seemingly abandoned before the end of the 8th century BC and lay quiet for several centuries, archaeologists also discovered a second phase of the site, and that was in the form of an Iron Age cemetery. When we talk about the Iron Age in Britain, we're talking about a period in time when the use of iron became more widespread. It was used to make things like tools, weapons and other utensils. To do this, iron was heated and then hammered into a particular shape by a smith. 
This new technology meant that work such as farming became somewhat easier. In Britain, the Iron Age started somewhere around 800 BC and it continued right up until the Romans invaded in AD 43 under Emperor Claudius, although this was a gradual process. Unlike the Bronze Age cremation burials from Badminton Farm from the previous episode, Adenak Park was the site of at least two flat graves and seven barrows, and these were inhumation burials, the burial of a body. Barrows, for those of you unfamiliar with the term, are where a mound of earth has been deliberately raised above the burial, and these vary in shape and size across Britain. Even within the Adenak Park site, the barrows take various forms. They're usually circular, although one square in shape. None of the skeletons that were buried have survived to the present day, and this is due to the soil being very acidic, and that decomposes bone really quickly. However, that's certainly not to say that no interesting discoveries were made. Far from it. In one of the burials, grave goods were found, and these included an iron sword, spear, fittings for a shield, and an ornamental mount, which is thought to have decorated the shield boss. That's the big round metal or wood bit that you'd expect to find in the middle of a shield. These artefacts date to either the 1st century BC or the 1st century AD. One of the reasons this burial is particularly interesting is that swords and spears aren't commonly found in the same grave from sites in southern England that date to a similar time. While there's no skeleton to be able to confirm the sex of the individual buried here, in similar Iron Age burials with weapons elsewhere around the south, where it has been possible to identify the sex, this has always been male. To go back to my statement at the start of this podcast, I feel I can say with reasonable confidence that the vast majority of Suttonians who have been tested at the Adenak Park Covid Centre were either only passingly aware or absolutely unaware of the incredible archaeology that was unearthed steps away from where they stood. And this really hammers home to me another of the jewels of history and archaeology. Though the landscape is unrecognisable from the long buried relics, the likes of which I've shared with you today, it's impossible to walk around present day Southampton without following in the footsteps of those who did the very same so many years ago. While the Covid test centre is helping us through the struggles we face in our daily lives today, we can only begin to imagine the routines and hardships that those bronze and iron age individuals at Adenak Park faced day in, day out. And their ancient stories that the archaeology can give us glimpses of, but never fully explain. Thanks again for tuning in and following my journey through the history of our wonderful city. The messages of support, suggestions for future episodes, offers to help with future podcasts, 
all of them are absolutely appreciated and a, a huge thank you to everyone who's listened, favorited, shared and otherwise supported so far. If you've got the time, please do visit Wessex Archaeology's website. You'll find plenty more detail about Adenac Park, Tesswood Lakes and plenty more local sites. I look forward to sharing more stories and more of our local heritage with you next time. Take care. Bye for now.